Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs here on I Am She For Real Z. And I have a special guest with us today. Her name is Elle Uzo. She is the very talented published author and she just dropped her book this year, The Wait Is Over. And I have the honor of interviewing her today. So make sure you tune in and get this tea. Yes. Hey Elle, how you doing sis? Hey Quetta, how you doing? I'm doing just lovely and peachy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm good. I'm, I'm excited. I just want to say I'm really, really excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm more excited than nervous, so that's good. Yeah, that's normal. But once you hear yourself, you're going to be like, okay, girl, I can do this. Like, when I'm coming back, you know what I'm saying? Like, go <laughs> ahead, girl. Let me know. Let me book you. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to say to the ones that's listening, you know, Elle is like a little sister to me, so I do support her hard, and I am her cheerleader, so... Um, I do believe in her and I just can't wait to interview her so you all can get a chance to know her and her background and is it okay if we just go ahead and get started and I ask you a few questions? Yes, absolutely. But first, I do want to say thank you so much for um, inviting me to be on your show. I have been following your podcast for a while now and when you asked me to be on, I was like, hell yeah, I'll be on, of course. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, it's my pleasure, baby. Anytime, you know, this is all for us. So, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, working hard for us all to be heard. And, you know, for the ones to hear our voices and, you know, our talents and what we put in out there to the world to make the world, you know, a better place, you know, so um, I really, you know, want to ask who is El Uzo, you know, um, you know, in your own words, where are you from in your background? Okay, so I can start. Um, I am from Petersburg, Virginia. Um, Petersburg is a really small city in in in, in Virginia. It's like south of Richmond. We exist, but we're here. Um, you know, there's a lot of dope people here, and I just so happen to be one of them. Um, <laughs> L is a like what can I say? L is someone who is on a journey to inspire um I I don't really want to call myself a healer but you know I'll wear that title I don't mind I I do consider myself someone that can you know invoke a healing response in people Hmm. um I'm very understanding I am um I'm all about self-expression that's the number one thing that I I just I feel is very very important for myself and you know everyone else I I truly believe in self-expression um I am overcoming still overcoming a lot of things um hard braces traumatic things that I experienced from my childhood all the way up and through my adult you know adult life and the number one theme was suppression I've been suppressing a lot of pain I've been suppressing a lot of desires and one thing I notice is a lot of people um suppress the same thing so um that's actually the foundation of my weight loss journey was you know getting to the root of everything that I was suppressing and bringing all of that out you know bringing it up to the surface becoming aware um so that's who I am I'm understanding I'm loving um I'm compassionate I'm a little spicy, you know, I can be a little spicy, <laughs> I can be controversial, I can be a little rapid, you know, but it's all good, you know, every time I, every, every single time I do something, I always want people to know that I'm coming from a place of love, mm-hmm. a place of comedy, um, but to me, it's all the same thing, you know, I like to make people feel loved and, you know, make them laugh. Okay, right, and there's nothing wrong with that, not love laughing, so I'm here for it, okay, and, uh, <laughs> So I do know that you did drop your book um, on November 23rd on Black Friday. You also did a pre-sale too. So um, I ended up purchasing a book pre-sale, you know, before she, you know, dropped it on the 23rd of November on Black Friday. So I'm thinking like, where my book at? You know, she was like, oh, ma'am, it's a pre-sale. I'm like, damn. So I was excited, like, come on, you know. So, yeah, you're not the only one. Quite a few people was like, uh, where my book at? And I was like, no, 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 it's a pre-sale. You're going to get it on the 23rd. Trust yes. me. Yes. So trust me, see, I'm not the only one. We're excited. You know, we're here. We want to support. We want to know what's in your mind. You know, like, what you give us? Yeah. You know what? That excited me because I was like, okay, so people are like really expecting, you know, people are really excited to receive this book. 
so that made me happy because sometimes people support you know they just they just pay for something because they want you you know they want to support you but Mm -hmm. it's another thing to have people like uh where's my book i've been waiting for i'm trying to read it Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay okay. i need to catch this tea what you telling me (laughs) what what i've been missing what i've been doing wrong i didn't you know so yes so speaking of the book how did you come to write this book the wait is over so actually the book wrote itself okay the book wrote itself um i have been on my own health journey since 2007 um i started i say i make the i made the first attempt in my adult life to lose weight between 2007 2008 um so it's been 10 years and over the past decade i have noticed so much shit um and I, I I don't like to speak about what's going on in the world because I've never lived anywhere outside of the U.S. But I will say it's a lot of shit that goes on in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily here to overthrow capitalism or anything like that. I just like to make people aware. A lot of people are struggling with things. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it can be discouraging when you've been trying at something for years and you feel like you've done everything possible and you're not making any type of progress. And, you know, a lot of times we're like, well, maybe it's me. Maybe something's wrong with me. And here I am, someone who's very solutions oriented. And I'm like, no, I got to get to the bottom of this shit. So when I get to the bottom of something, I'm like, okay, how many other people are struggling with the same thing? Mm-hmm. And then I realized not it's not just a few people it's a whole lot of people it's millions of people so you know I started collecting content I keep I have so many journals I don't mm. know how many journals I have but wow. every time I think of something I write um when I research you know I like to remember the things that I research I write it down um and next thing I know the title the wait is over popped into my head literally a few weeks ago um and I was like, the wait is over. What is that? That That's something major. That's something major. So I thought about it. And I said, okay, I think this needs to be a book. Mm. Yes. I love, I, wrote, I, love I wrote the book. book. So that's, that's how the book came to be. It, it wrote itself. And all I did was just, you know slap the title on it and put it all together in a document <laughs> that's awesome and that's good that you you know kept up with journals and stuff like I when I was younger I love like writing in my journals and it just got away from me yeah so now but I actually started back journaling and you know keeping up with my thoughts and you know um you know just because I'm very vocal you know and I, I feel like sometimes things don't need to be out on social media and everything so um you know what i'm saying like so i'm just yes. yeah so i went back to that you know journaling exactly. you know and going from there but yeah so can you tell us a little little bit about your weight struggles yes Woo. so of course it started in uh, my childhood years like a lot of us um a lot of us with weight um it's interesting because you know you go from not being aware to being aware of everything all at once. Mm-hmm. So when I was a child, like I, I mean, I wasn't really thinking about my weight. Yeah, I knew I was fat, but <laughs> I didn't think it was a problem, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think it was a problem until adults, you know, made it known that it was a problem or, you know, being teased. Yeah. Um, I remember my grandmother, my mom's mom, every single time I talked to her, on the phone she would ask so are you still fat are you still still chubby you know what's going on are you eating a lot like she's she's that kind of person and then you know being teased in school um so I definitely I've had those struggles ever since I was a child and the funny thing is which is I'm 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 glad that the idea for me to write this book you know popped into my mind because a lot of times I guess people think they're helping you but really, they're just making shit worse. Right. Um, you know, with my grandmother asking, are you still fed? And, you know, why do you eat so much? The only thing that made me do was eat more. Mm, okay. To, to, to soothe my hurt emotions. And I started realizing that pattern, um, I guess, in my early 20s. Actually, not my early 20s. About, you know, mid-20s is when I really started understanding 
the root cause of my weight. Um, but I would gain and lose and gain and lose and gain and lose. And every time I would gain, you know, I would get excited. I would feel like, you know, I'm finally on my way, finally there. And then I would, you know, everything would just reverse. It was like I would take a step forward and five steps backwards. Mm. I felt like it was something wrong with me. I really felt like, you know, maybe this is just who I'm destined to be. Maybe I'm just supposed to be, you know, this this fat chick. Just live my life as a fat chick, you know, with just eating all day, every day, eating even when I wasn't hungry. I just really thought, like, you know, maybe this is just my destiny. Um, it didn't really dawn on me until I started doing research and, you know, understanding my emotions and examining, like, what was really going on with me. I had a lot of triggers, which I didn't realize, you know, I would eat from sunup to sundown, um, the type of things that I was eating, of course, was nothing but fried, you know, sugar, fried chicken, this, donut, that. Hmm. I started researching, like, nutrition, and, um, but the thing that really, really helped me was finding out, like, who I am, because I didn't really know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know you know, what was going on in me. Um, I was diagnosed with depression, and mm. generalized anxiety disorder and panic disorder and um, also battling chronic pain syndrome and then all of the symptoms that come from all of those. And then I was like, okay, it has to be something that's like deeply rooted, something beneath the surface, something that I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. So... You know, you know, a lot of times when you ask, when you ask a question, you ask to receive something, you, you got to be prepared to get that answer. And it just so happens that it all hit me at once. I started uncovering repressed memories from things that happened to me when I was a kid. And hmm. I started thinking about all these things that happened to me when I was in college. And I mean, when I say it all hit me all at once, wow. it hit me at Point where it damn near took me out I tried to commit suicide because it was just so much shit mm-hmm. and I always say you know as heavy as you feel in your body mm-hmm. you probably feel heavier than that wow. inside mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I felt inside I felt heavy as hell inside so I was like okay instead of me focusing so much on nutrition and trying so hard to have the perfect diet and I mean I was vegan I was pescatarian I followed paleo diet you name it I was trying so hard to eat perfect and yeah I lost weight but I didn't feel like I lost weight wow. so yeah I the can struggle you, is <laughs> the struggle was so real. can you elaborate more on that like when you say that you lost weight but you then feel like you lost weight like um yeah. can you elaborate more on that like is it was it like, absolutely oh go ahead so I even I I definitely go into details about this in the weight is over but you know just to elaborate just to touch more on it now um so since I was you know following all these different restricting diets um you know cutting back calories and you know, just, just basically eating lettuce. (laughs) That's what it felt like. Of course I lost weight. Now I always tell people it's very easy to lose weight. And a lot of people don't realize that it's easy to lose weight. The problem isn't about losing weight. It's about keeping the weight off. And that's where the issue lies. So yeah, it was easy for me to lose the first 40, 50 pounds because I was not really eating. And I was going, I was doing all these detoxes and all these cleanses, you know, all these cleanses. And I was you know, drinking smoothies. I was doing all of that. And I mean, I looked different in the mirror, obviously, but I just felt, I felt like shit inside. Mm. I was addressing the food addiction, you know, the, the, the underlying root of my addiction, because that's essentially what it is. It's a food addiction or, you know, some people say sugar addiction, but I had a food addiction. And the reason why I had this dependency on food was because I was trying to keep from facing what was going on inside of me and what was going on inside of me was severe turmoil like it was a it was tumultuous so once I realized that I said 
okay so clearly there is an emotional connection to obesity there has to be um because even when I switched to eating healthy food Mm-hmm. The only thing I did was go from eating, you know, let's say I used to eat a whole box of donuts in one sitting. The only thing I did was go from eating a whole box of healthy um, snacks, you know, in one sitting. So granted, yeah, I was eating healthier, but the habit was still there. The habit of mm. somebody pissing me off and then I go run to the <laughs> store and get a snack. Like I was still doing that. Yeah. So it was like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, they don't really, they may not examine that because they're like well I've lost weight so you know clearly you know I'm clearly all I need to do is you know just just eat healthy and just try so hard to just keep restricting my calories and keep doing it and eventually I'll, I'll reach the promised land and then when they fall they roll all the way back down that hill and then they're looking up at the at the top of the mountain like shit how did I <laughs> like what did I do how did I get all the way back down here yeah so this is why I like to be transparent and be open because I'm like, I'm not the type of person that likes to struggle. And I especially, especially do not like to see other people struggle. I'm like, if I figured out a way, if I have the answer, then what type of person would I be if I don't share the answer with people that are struggling with the exact same thing that I struggle with? Yes, right. Wow. Ooh, and I mean, I can definitely relate. Like, I think, like, I never had, like, uh, like with food, food, but it was more with, with sweets now. And I never yes. liked sweets like that. And after I had my children, then I craved sweets. And that's all I eat, like, sweets. And I snack a lot. So my weight has came from snacking, eating a lot of sugar. So my addiction yes. now is sugar. And I believe that by me eating this sugar, whatever I'm feeling with inside of myself, I feel like depression is about to knock at the door again because I have, you know, experienced depression for years. And I'm yes, I'm eating some type of, you know, M&Ms, you know what I'm saying? And it, it suppresses it. You know what I'm saying? Makes it, yes. Yeah, a little bit. That's what you know? it does. That's so, what it does. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, this is hard. But it's like, I feel, you know, when I eat it, I feel good temporarily. This is not exactly. you know. And I'm like, girl, get it together. So, you know, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. And I'm glad that you spoke about this because I'm definitely going through that right now. So, and I'm sure, you know, we're not the only ones here. So We're not. Yeah. We're definitely. That's exactly why I felt like, you know, this is my mission to show people, for one, you're not alone. Two, you're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. It's not your fault. Um, once I started realizing my... I don't like to say problems and issues. Once I started realizing my imbalance, I had this period where I felt like everything was my fault. You know, I became so aware of myself that I was like, okay, well, you know, I have to hold myself accountable. And in my mind, holding myself accountable back then meant, well, if I feel this way, then it's because of it's, it's my fault. I did this to myself. I'm doing this to myself, which didn't, help me at all it made me feel worse you know thinking about all the stuff that I experienced on top of thinking and feeling like I caused all of that mm-hmm. it made me feel like shit it made me feel like shit so I really want for people to understand yes where you are right now even outside of the realm of health where you are right now Yes, it's your responsibility to transform your life, but nine times out of 10, where you are, it's probably not your fault. Mm. It's not, I know that it's not my fault now. You know, being abused and all the things that I experienced, that shit, it's not my fault. I didn't do that to myself. My brother right. almost killed me, tried to kill me when I was a child. That's not my fault. Right. Oh, sorry. That was cool, you know, but that's not my fault. It's not, it's not something that I did. To Self. Now, what is my responsibility is to not harbor that. It's not, you know, sit around and dwell on that. I don't want to sit and dwell on, you know, the things that I experienced at the hands of my mom and my stepfather and my brother. And I don't want to sit around and dwell on that. And that is what I want people to understand. You know, well, accountability isn't about, you know, pointing the finger at yourself and saying, well, hey, you know, all this pain that I feel, it's because of me. I did this to myself. No, you didn't do it to me. You know, right. you just spoke on 
feeling depressed and using, you know, sugar to soothe your, your to soothe your emotions. Mm, yeah. That's, that's not something that that's not your fault because a lot of us are not taught healthy coping mechanisms. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what a healthy coping mechanism look like, you know, because it's subjective. Mm-hmm. What's healthy to you may not be healthy to you. But I do know for a fact that in my household, I wasn't shown the proper way to express myself. I wasn't allowed to express myself. I was, you know, discouraged from expressing myself. Wow. If you don't really know how to express mm-hmm. and the only thing you have your hands on, the only thing that you know is food or alcohol or drugs or sex or what we you know, whatever, then of course, that's, of course, that's what you're going to rely on. You don't know anything better. You don't know. If you're not aware that there's something else that you could use that's healthier for you to, to you know, cope with your emotions, then how, how can you choose it? I didn't right. know that, um, you know, me eating a, a whole box of little Debbie cakes wasn't the best thing for me to do when I was in high school. You know, I used to do that a lot. My mom and I would go to the grocery store and I would get, I would take my little allowance and I would buy snacks and I would go in my room with all my snacks and just sit and eat them. I didn't come, I wasn't in a household where I was restricted when it came to food. You know, I was allowed to eat anything I wanted, whatever I wanted, no matter what time. Yeah. How did I know? How would I know that at three something in the morning, it's not healthy to eat a whole box of of, of, a a cake or, you know, eat a whole bag of chips? I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. So Elle, let me ask you this here. What are you hoping to accomplish with your book? What I'm hoping to accomplish with this book most of all is I want to encourage mass self-expression. Um, I feel like, again, I know I spoke on this a little bit earlier. I feel like a lot of us, a lot of people are suppressing a lot of rage, a lot of sadness, a lot of just all sorts of different emotions. And a lot of people feel like their voices don't matter. They feel like what they feel don't matter. I know that's how I felt when I come in contact with other people. That's one of the things they say. They feel like, you know, what I feel doesn't matter. I feel like what I want to say and do isn't important. And I want people to know that it is important. You know, what you feel is extremely important. You have to express it. Yeah. I like to to compare it to a bodily function. You know, when you hold something in, the longer you hold it in, the more it becomes a problem. But when you get it out, then you feel relieved, you know? And emotions are no different. So that's what I really, really want this book to do. I really want this book to encourage people to express. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, you know, I did read, you know, some of it. Um, And the thing is, too, is, like, it, it kind of, like, when, you know, even when I read the book or even when you, you know, advertise it on social media and I'm able to take a look at it, what, you know, what's going on, it's not so much more, it's like health, but it's your, you know, you know, like your mental state, you know what I'm saying? Like the past hurt or what you, what happened to you in your childhood that came along with you in your adulthood, you know? And a lot of us are really, honestly, I'm going to tell the truth. Like we all are battling this. Unfortunately, it happens in the, the black community. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen in other um, nationality communities or whatever, but I can only speak for black. You know what I'm saying? Because that's why I'm surrounded around a lot. Exactly. And we suffer from this. And it's pretty sad, you know? And it's like, at this point, I know Elle, myself, and other women, we're breaking generational curses, you know? Like, you know, because enough is enough. So, Wow, I mean, oh, and I believe that this book will help many people, and like even the the generations to come, you know, um, just to like for markets to sell like weight loss. But like, I I am a victim. <laughs> now, I ain't gonna call myself a victim. I kn- know exactly where I was doing what I was doing. But <laughs> I have taken weight loss pills, and I'm like, girl, you know, as soon as I get off of them, I'm I'm small, I look good, but I promise y'all. I end up wanting to eat, 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 and then it catches back up with me. And I don't think it's the weight loss pills that's causing me to eat. In my opinion, I think whatever I've been suppressing, yeah, you know what I'm saying that's causing me to get back to where I was at because I didn't deal with the mental part of it. Exactly, you know what I'm exactly. Yeah. I'm glad you touched on that. It's like 
you know, I look at life on a spectrum. When you are, when you do something extreme, it's, it's like a pendulum. When the pendulum swings, it swings from the left to the right. It doesn't just stay in one position. And a lot yeah. of times when you're all the way on one end of a spectrum, mm-hmm. extreme, when it swings, it's going to swing all the way to the left. So when you're restricting yourself and you're, you know, you're doing these different types of fasts and you're doing these diets and you're doing these supplements, and you know, you your 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 energy, you're running on the strength of, you know, willpower. By the time that thing ends, whatever that cleanse or diet or whatever that thing is, when you finish it, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a, a a sigh of relief, like, ooh, I'm so glad, I'm so done with that. Now I can get back to my regularly scheduled program and eat these donuts. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it's about. I mean, I was just at the bank last week. And I met a lady who's also, um, she's been successful. She's lost a lot of weight, but she is still very, she's, she's still struggling with her weight. Um, she doesn't feel confident with her accomplishment. And we were talking and come to find out, you know, yeah, she's lost a lot of weight, but she's done it with severe restriction, not eating um, you know, doing this cleanse for 30 days, doing that cleanse for seven days. She's done a whole lot of different restrict, you know, um, calorie restricting challenges and diets. And, you know, once I started talking about my book and, you know, I started telling her about my journey, her eyes, like her eyes started watering. She didn't cry, but, you know, you can tell when someone, when you, you know, invoke emotions in someone, her eyes just got like just watery. And I wanted to let her know, like, she was very, she was congratulating me a lot, but she wasn't, she didn't feel confident in her own um, accomplishment. And I'm like, it doesn't matter, you know, granted, yes, you don't feel like you, you're, you're, you don't feel like you've reached this level of um, success yet, but you have accomplished a lot. I think she says she lost about 80 pounds or something like that. 80 pounds is a lot. That is a lot. That's a whole lot of weight. And I just wanted her to know, like, so bad, hey, pat yourself on the back, please. Like, this world is harsh enough. We, you, you know, when you go out into the world, it's harsh. And then we turn around and we're harsh on ourselves. Like, at some point, at some point, you have to be gentle with yourself. And, um, but I was just telling her, you know, at some point, I would encourage you to find out what it is that you're holding on to inside. Um, she said that she had just finished doing a 30 day, no sugar, no, um, you know, all the unhealthy stuff, a 30 yeah. day cleanse. And she lost a lot of weight. And then two months later, a, half, a month and a half, two months later, she had gained um, like 20 something pounds. That's a lot of weight to gain in such a short amount of time. Yeah. So, you know, I was explaining to her, you know, that's that's that that's an extreme. You go from restricting to binging. Those are two opposite ends of a spectrum. And she was like, wow, I never really thought about that. Um, And she started asking, you know, like, well, what do you eat? And I'm like, sweetheart, I eat whatever I want. (laughs) Now I eat whatever I want. I don't restrict. I don't feel the need to, you know, follow any type of diet. I'm not, I'm not vegan anymore. Um, I just eat what I feel drawn to eat. You know, sometimes I'll have a cookie, but one thing I'm not going to do is sit and eat the whole bag of cookies like I used to. Okay. You know, it's, it's different now. And I don't even feel, um, you know, even if I do have something sweet, I've gotten to this point where I can't even really eat it because I'm not sure if you noticed, but a lot of times when you cleanse your system, you know, your, your, your body doesn't crave it anymore. Mm. So if something sweet now, a lot of times it's too sweet for me. I can tell that it has a whole lot of sugar in it and I can't eat it. But back in the day, I would demolish it. I wouldn't be thinking like, oh, this is too sweet. I would eat it <laughs> and probably eat some more. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But at the same time, I feel like my movement is to simplify because it is so much out there it's so many different supplements and you know everybody's trying to sell something I'm not saying there's anything wrong with selling anything because clearly I'm selling a book but (laughs) (laughs) overwhelmed 
you know, a lot of people, I just was, I was just talking to someone that I went to college with um, a few moments before our interview. And she was talking, you know, about what to eat. She said, everyone's always talking about just eat healthy, but she's like, well, okay, so what do I eat? What, yeah. is, what does that mean? <laughs> and I also touch on this in the book. Um, I talk about what to eat, um, how to go about designing your own. Mm-hmm. I call it eating style. I am a firm believer that everyone should have their own eating style because mm-hmm. what works for you may not work for me. And what works for me may not work for that person over there. Um, there's a lot of diet propaganda out there. Everybody's trying to force everyone to go vegan and to eat this way. And, you know, now the big thing is keto, uh, the ketogenic diet. Everyone's doing that. But I'm like, at some point, people are going to realize every couple of years is something new. And once that new thing becomes old, then something else new takes its place. And people are, it's, it's like a roller coaster. And I'm just like, I don't want to be on a roller coaster. <laughs> Get me off of here. I don't want to be on a roller coaster anymore. So I know that my movement, is it, it can help many people. But I know that it may not be something that everyone is ready for. Because I do talk about the emotional and the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of times talking about stuff like that, it can be painful. You know, a lot of times buried memories, we want to keep them buried because it, it hurts to address. But I feel my movement is for those people that that are about something in life and this thing is holding them back. I know for me, all of the stuff that I had suppressed was holding me back, holding me back from this grand vision of, you know, my idea of success. So I was like, I'm willing to do whatever I have to do in order to get to that person, in order in order to, you know, reach that grand goal. And I know for a fact that there's a lot of other people out there. So the wait is over. It's for people like you, Quetta, you know, for people like me, people that are actually about something and they just need to just reach down inside and transmute all that pain, get all that shit out so that you can finally be lightweight and feel free and just, you know, live your life, be happy. Right. Yes, definitely. And yes, I do highly recommend the book. If you can go to IamSheForRealZ.com and go to Highly Recommended, you will see the wait is over. So make sure y'all go ahead and grab that book. So let me ask you this, Elle. Um, What should be the number one takeaway from someone reading The Wait is Over? The number one takeaway from someone reading The Wait is Over I would say the number one takeaway from someone reading my book or a matter of fact, the number one takeaway from anything that I produce, I want people to know that a happy, healthy state of being is your birthright. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Community, especially in the black community, because you know we've been going through a lot of shit. We've dealt with a whole lot, and a lot of us we're not at we're not operating at our you know our peak performance, and a lot of us don't even feel like it's possible to be operating at our peak performance. Um, a lot of us in this community are so downtrodden, and we're just we just got so much coming at us, and um. I'm like, you can be happy. You can be happy. Um, you can be healthy. You can be happy because it's your birthright. You know, this isn't something that's just for privileged people. It's not a privilege to be happy and it's not a privilege to be healthy. This is some shit that you were born with, except, you know, exceptions, you know, people that were born with illnesses or something like that. For the most part, yeah, most babies are born happy and healthy. Mm. That's a birthright. Yes. Who's? to not have what's rightfully mine. So anyone that reads The Wait Is Over or, you know, connect with me in any kind of capacity, a happy, healthy state of being is your birthright. That's it. Oof, that is deep. I love it. I really do. You're about to go give me over here a shout. I love it. <laughs> Oof, oh. And like, honestly, Girl, 
Jay. Yeah, and you know, I mean, one thing about me, I do have a great sense of humor. I love to laugh and have a good time, which I believe that we are. But this right here is like something serious to me, for me personally, because it's really getting there to a point that I have high blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just really taking everything in that you're saying for me personally, yeah. because honestly, like, you know, we're in a new month. So December 1st is very special to me. And for you to be doing this on this date is awesome because that's my new beginning for real. Like taking stuff seriously, healing myself, get let go of addiction, you know, not get on the diet pills because girl, I was close to getting onto them. But I said, you know what? I can do this. I don't need medication. Hell yeah, you can this. do this. You know, yes. so yes, you know, and I, you know, I really do, you know, appreciate you just you know, doing what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, honestly, when I was, you know, reading a book and then, you know, when you talked about it and all that good stuff, I was expecting something maybe a little different, but the way, you know, I don't know, um, I was maybe expecting, like, you maybe to say, like, like, down talking other, you know, things that's going on, like what we do, like, take, you know, meds or getting shots or surgery but that's nothing that's totally different than what yeah, yeah definitely different yeah definitely. it's like like up the roof i'm like huh you know what i'm saying like i'm like i am into this you know what i'm saying so i'm like this just blew me away and i was like yes i am loving all of this you know <laughs> So, I do touch base on, you know, a lot of those, um, you know, the weight loss modalities. And the reason why I touch bases on them is because, you know, I I, I don't want to use the word victim either, but I will for the conversation. I've fallen victim to a lot of, um, you know, a lot of marketing schemes. And I'm like, if I know if I have fallen for them. I know everyone else has too. Um, there's a lot of statistics out there that show... Um, I think it's like a hundred million, about a hundred million Americans start a new diet um, every year around this time. Mm-hmm. And by <laughs> February, <laughs> all the majority, seventy-three percent of that one hundred million, they fall off the wagon. Mm. And of course, we don't just try one thing one time. We we have to make several attempts. So you know, throughout the year, we're all attempting to achieve this one common goal. And we're constantly falling backwards. And um, I'm just like, enough is enough. The wait is over. Like, come on, y'all. Let's let's do this. Let's 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 just be done with this shit once and for good. I'm just I'm like, there's so much more in life than to be struggling and constantly running into the same old problem over and over and not only running into the same old problem over and over, but trying to solve the problem the same way over and over again when it didn't work all those times before. Right. I, that's crazy to me. That's, that's at, one, at that point, that's when I'm like, all right, now, like at some point, you got to realize <laughs> something ain't right. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I really want to solve problems. I want to help people, you know, get to the bottom of, you know, like what's going on? What's, what's going on? Let's pull that rug up and, 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 and see was lurking underneath that rug yes i love it i mean i really do so i do have another question i'm just full of questions here so um, yeah so (laughs) so basically for the ones that are listening um how can readers uh once they purchase your book um further their weight loss journey after they digested your book Okay, so um, how can they further their weight loss journey? Well, for one, I would say um, that depends on, you know, how much they've uncovered towards the end of the book. So just for, um, just for reference, anyone listening, the book also contains a 30-day mind-body detox. And the reason why I incorporated that is because I really want to drive home the point that a lot of things that we experience in the physical Matter of fact, let me repeat that. A lot, all of things, in my opinion, that we experience in the physical, mm-hmm. an emotional um, root cause, especially with health. So the way that I talk about weight, I don't talk about it from a physical standpoint. I do talk about it from a mental and emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. And the detox is a chance to, you know, encourage you and, you know, people that read the book, a chance to encourage you um, to get it all out of you, 
to, you know, expel it. Because again, it's better out than in. Um, there's 30 days and every day there's a new writing prompt. Um, I want people to get really, really intimate with themselves. You know, I want people to really let their pins do the talking and just let it flow out. I call it flow writing. Um, so depending on how much, you know, how much they get from that. Sometimes people can read a book and, you know, it solves everything. You know, the light bulb comes on and it stays on. But then some of us, we, we do require more. Um, I'm an advocate for therapy. Mm-hmm. I think that therapy is amazing, especially when you, you know, uh, find the right therapist. Um, so I would encourage people to definitely work with a therapist if it's, you know, something that they feel like they can't do on their own. Also, um, I would encourage people to examine their habits. That's a major aspect. You know, we humans, we're creatures of habit. And everything we do is habitual. It's all subconscious. So, um, you know, examine your habits. Ask yourself what it is that you really, truly want. Um, define what it means to be healthy and feel healthy. Define what that means for you. Figure out how you want to eat. You know, what do you want to eat? instead of following diets. Um, and also, you know, I'm open to people connecting with me if anyone would like, you know, after they read the book and they need someone, um, you know, to, to help them through the rest of the journey. I'm always here. I'm always open to provide more resources, more services, you know, any type of support that I can provide. I'm always open to that. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely will be putting your information in the description um, area of this show. So, uh, people can go ahead and reach out to you, follow you on social media, of course, purchase your book. And, you know, so, you know, they can support and all that good, good things there. But I do appreciate you, you know, coming on and speaking about the wait is over um, is very enlightening for myself because I know what my battles are. And I'm so tired of losing. I want to win, you know, and I don't, yes. I don't want medication to help me win. I want to win, win, win on my own. Yes. You know? So. Exactly. Yeah, so it's just I'm all for it. I'm here for it, and you know I'm still I'm your cheerleader. So you know I'm I'm gonna be rooting and you know cheerleaders. cheerleaders. We are each other's cheerleaders. Yes, and I'm gonna make sure I let you know people know and advertise what's really going on because I believe that's what's going on with our weight. It's more of you know mental mental um you know that's what's going on you know i don't care nobody well i'm just like i said i like to speak for myself i hate speaking for other people but i just think just majority of us is mental you know like it's something going on our mental thoughts that's causing us not able to move forward and it's not even just weight it's success or you know just going to better things you know so um yeah so actually oh go ahead of the book i do talk about um addiction you know, how it, how it forms, um, how we get stuck in the trap of addiction. Um, and like I was speaking earlier on suppression, we, a lot of times I notice in the health community, and this isn't to, you know, shade anyone because I feel like, you know, everything is, everything is everything. Everything is relevant. We all have gifts and we're all able to help people, you know, in our own special way. But I do notice that a lot of times in the health community, we focus significantly on repressed emotions, but it's usually, you know, um, pain. You know, a lot of people talk about suppressed pain, but I feel, and this is just my opinion, I, I truly feel like a lot of us are suppressing pleasure more than we suppress pain. Mm, okay. And the reason why I say that is because the majority of us are not living out our childhood dreams. Mm. That makes sense. You know, a lot of times we think that just because we become adults, then, you know, those childhood dreams, they're just, they just disappear. They don't disappear. They're still there. We just bury them so deep inside because we feel like it's impossible for us to live those dreams out. Mm. And of course, you know, we, we try to find things to, to gratify ourselves in place of, um, you know, the fact that we're not living out our dreams. So then you have people that use, you know, you have people that have food addictions. You have people that have drug addictions. You have people that drink a lot, smoke a lot of weed, uh, 
sex, shopping, gambling, social media. Right. For people to understand, food is a vice. It's just like a vice. It's a vice just like all other vices. Only difference is those of us that have food and sugar addiction, you know, our, our vices change our outer appearance versus someone who shops a lot or, you know, is on social media a lot. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a vice. You know, it's what we do. It's an escape. So I do touch on that in the book. I touch on, you know, uh, harbored pain and harbored desires. I truly feel like once you get to the bottom of what's hurting you, you're not just going to overcome. You're not just going to realize trauma. You're also going to realize a lot of wants and needs that you just, you know, not reaching for. Um, I know for a fact that's something that is really major with me. Um, you know, I went to college for one thing. And, yeah, it's something that I wanted to do. But it wasn't like the ultimate. You know how they say um, if your dreams don't scare you, that they're not big enough. I, I don't know what the, the quote is verbatim, but basically, you know, whatever it is that whatever that you dream about, if it's not, if it doesn't scare you, then, you know, that's not like your ultimate dream. So yeah, what I went to college for, it's one thing, but that's not like the, the ultimate dream. That wasn't, it was never my ultimate vision. Okay. Instead of, you know, um, trying to achieve that ultimate vision, I felt like I couldn't. You know, growing up, I wasn't encouraged. I wasn't told that I can be whatever I wanted. I wasn't told that I was beautiful. I was told the opposite of all those things. So, um, you know, that's how that's how it led me to uh, depending on food and depending on, you know, substances outside of myself because I didn't think that I could, um, I didn't think that I could overcome the feelings that I had. I thought that the only thing I could do was to put a Band-Aid over it, if that makes sense. It does. You know, yes, I was eating a lot of candy and, you know, drinking a lot of soda and juice and stuff like that because that's what made me feel good. That's all I, if I can really sit here and think back to when I was a child, the number one thing, the number two things that always made me feel good was playing you know, whether I was playing outside or, you know, playing and playing inside and eating. And of course, you know, when you get older and nobody's playing outside, you know what I mean? As you start getting older, a lot of those things that you used to do when you were a child, they just, you know, they fade away because of quote unquote life or because, you know, we're, we're, we have to start conforming. Um, but, but of course, food is always there. It's abundant. It's everywhere you turn. It's it's on every corner. And, um, you know, that's what's most convenient. It, and that's why a lot of people in this society are battling obesity is because food is so accessible. It's everywhere. I mean, I know in one of my former jobs, I had a snack machine, like, right across from my office. I could look out and see it. So... I was always at the machine every hour, every every couple of hours. I was always, you know, getting a honey bun, chips, cookies, whatever the case may be. And I would just sit at my desk and eat all day long. And the number one thing that I was trying to run from was the fact that I was experiencing, like, total dissatisfaction of the fact that I was sitting in a job, you know, behind a, cu- uh, a computer in a cubicle pushing paperwork that is nothing that I ever dreamed about doing as a child but you know life happens and that's where I landed and I needed something to make me feel good about the fact that I was unhappy so you know food was my my trusted friend therapist food was my drug and you know I definitely abused it wow Right, I like how you said that. You know, it was your friend. You know, that friend that you need. That friend gonna make you feel yes. good. Yes. You know, yeah. Good in your mouth and your tummy suppressing. Yeah. You know, Never done wrong. That's how I felt. <laughs> you know, else has hurt me and done me wrong, but food is always there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. 
All right, man. Well, thank you so much for, you know, joining I Am She For Real Z and let us know about the wait is over. And, you know, you have great insights and you all, I promise you, you would not be disappointed with the wait is over. And thank Elle, you. If you want to let us know how to search your book and any other information you want to share before we dismiss. Yes, yes. Um, also, before I get into how to connect with me, I do want to thank you again for inviting me to come on your show. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Um, it was it was really good. You're a really good interviewer. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so if anyone would like to connect with me, they can do so. Um, they can connect with me via Instagram or Facebook at El Uzo. Um, I'm also on YouTube. My uh, YouTube name is El Uzo as well. And I also have um, a separate Instagram account for just the book. It's at The Wait Is Over Book. And if anyone is interested in purchasing my book, they can connect with me on squareup.com slash store slash El Uzo. Okay, cool. And let me ask you this, El. So if I go to um, Square Up, just can I go to squareup.com and then I can search you that way too by your first or last name? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, awesome, cool. Okay, because you know, I know myself, you know, with the science <laughs> and stuff, I won't forget. So, well, no worries. But that's why I was just asking you that question, just in case if you know what was wondering. So, you yeah. know, I was good to ask those questions. And But, you yeah, know, all the information that. will be in the description box. Yes. So, yes. you can go ahead and, you know, connect with her and. You know, and I'm sure that she's open to, you know, uh, any questions that you all may have, or if you have any questions that you sent through I Am She For Real Z, I'll make sure I give that information to her, and, you know, and she will be back, you know, on Wellness Wednesdays, um, and we'll talk more about it, but yes, um, thank you so much, Elle, for tuning in here on I Am She For Real Z, and you know, I'm very honored, and I know you're going to go, like, you're going to do big. Let's put it like that. You're going to do big. With <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank it. you. I love it. And, and much success to you on your podcast. I, I, you, You've been doing, you've been hitting some numbers. I've been watching. Oh, well, thank you, honey. Thank you. You're yes, welcome. I, you know, I try to correct the platform for all of us here for us to be heard, you know, um, you know, just so, you know, have this platform, you know, so we all know what's going on with one another, what, you know, uh, each person have you know you know with any type of success to be able to support and just even have different topics and people may want to tune in so yeah I just came up with this show to be all around and give the people right look at it. it's already it's, it's taking off yes yes so right now just to say since we're talking about it you know the show is at 1.2k plays so that's awesome um going on four months so that is phenomenal i'm proud of that those numbers so yeah and yeah. i appreciate everyone coming on and being supportive of i am she for Rizzi. thank so, you you're very welcome honey and thank you all for listening to the talented very talented published author l yuzo thank you so much for tuning in peace and love